0: Another new day with 42 weeks. Great is God's faithfulness. Allow me to recap yesterday's episode right quick regarding intercessory prayer. The prayer meeting narratives that I shared, those names I used, they were changed to respect the privacy of others. The only time I will ever use real identities will be that of my immediate family, and they will be discussed only to demonstrate a point of instruction or as a point of reference. I will also utilize real names as homage to a certain individual or individuals, as you recall those I recognized within the preface of this podcast. I will never use anyone's name without their permission. Okay? Now let's get to getting. At the top of this podcast introduction, I shared with you my love for words. Remember that? <laughs> well, my least favorite word is WAIT, W-A-I-T, and it's the subject of today's episode of waiting while praying. When my boys were smaller, we'd play an interactive word game we called homonyms are hilarious. My all-time favorite words. You remember those? The words that sound the same but are spelled and defined differently? We played this game around mealtime, most often around dinner because we had more time to enjoy it, and it kept the boys engaged with each other, you know, other than them watching television together. The objective was to go around the kitchen table and think of these harrowing homonyms, also called homophones. The goal was to say a pair or a triple homonym and then use each in a sentence so we could challenge whether a participant used the word correctly and if their sentence was good, which is ultimately what gave the game its name because every time we played it, one of the boys would misuse a word and their sentences were hilarious, just funny. I'd start and then each one of the boys would take their turn around the table and whomever couldn't think of one when it came their turn or didn't make an appropriate sentence out of their word lost and they had to wait to watch the rest of the game and everyone else play it. Whoever was left standing, which was usually me, (laughs) would declare dessert. Now, if the boys won, they would decide what dessert they would have after dinner. Um, But if I won I was usually the one that thought of some outlandish vegetable that had to be cooked in the subsequent day's dinner. And so they hated when I won because I wasn't the type of mother that covered up every vegetable in cheddar cheese and eventually I kind of had to succumb to that. I'll admit to it because uh, I couldn't get them to eat their vegetables and I was almost begging and borrowing. It's like, hey, come on, eat your veggies. Now, Betty Jo, when she said eat a vegetable, I ate it. I didn't have no problem. The only thing she ever covered up in cheese was macaroni. (laughs) And so it was really easy for me to eat vegetables. I had no problem with it. But with my boys, not so. So as they got older and they performed exceedingly well, we still had the vegetables, of course. But then I had to kind of upend my grocery list and offer more desserts. And it was, you know, a reward for them. Now, words like eight and eight, one and one, the numerals, two, two, and two, four and four, those were real easy for them. Ten and ten, they could just call those off, do sentences off the top of their head, and it was real easy. We would get those up and out of the way. But then the harder ones, rain and rain, like a king's rain, and then it rained yesterday or it will rain tomorrow, uh, right and right where and where, hour and hour, do and do. You get the picture right. Um, Those were words that they really struggled to keep separate when they were doing their sentences. And then, of course, wait and wait. Now, they wouldn't think of wait and wait. I would do the wait and wait, and then I would wait (laughs) until the last minute because I hated that word. And, you know, eventually I had to come up with the word because I wanted to stay in the game. You might be asking, well, Tori, why did you not like those words? Well, good answer. Well, I should say good question. Here's my answer. (laughs) Because both of those words connote a matter of patience to lose weight and to wait for something in, in anticipation or to lift weights for strengthening exercises. All center around a patient spirit which I don't have. And of course, when you're looking for a circumstance to change, you need patience. But it wasn't until I looked at Psalm 27, verse 14, Psalm 40, uh, verse 1, and then Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, that my attitude regarding these words changed. Now, I'm going to be reading from the New International Reader's Version, the NIRV. Psalm 27, verse 14 reads thusly, Wait for the Lord, be strong and don't lose hope. Wait for the Lord. Psalm 40, verse 1, same translation reads, I was patient while I waited for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry for help. And then Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, a very familiar passage of scripture. I'm going to be reading that from the King James Version. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Times of waiting can be confusing and conflicting. The Hebrew word for wait, W-A-I-T, means to be stretched, pulled, or strained. It's an unwanted tension we experience when God doesn't respond right away. Maybe you've prayed for days, weeks, months, maybe even years, and God's been silent. However, the predicates of those verses bring courage and hope, which is the promise of an answer to renewed strength to go on just a little while longer. The first part of these verses can be derived as an inferred subordinate clause. What I learned in school as if-then statements. If you do something, then here's the result. If you wait, then you'll find hope or strength. It also works for losing weight, that awful homonym. <laughs> if you push back from the table, Tori, you won't be so heavy. <laughs> I'll let you fill in your, your word for that. But my creative genius is always, what is happening? Why it, What is going on? Well, it's the dessert. I love sugar, I'll admit. And so for me, it's if you just let go of the desserts. If you do this, then this will happen. Now, I know what to do. I know I need to do something. It's just a matter of doing that something. It's just like, okay, what do I do? Well, you know what to do. Just do it. It's that old Nike commercial. So for me, it is the weighting and then the weight lifting. And so I always struggled with my weight i'm a tall drink of water and so i always had to make sure i looked how i felt i wanted to be comfortable and we always have said women have always said be comfortable in the skin you're in now if you know me you know and i should say if you know and you love me but that's neither here nor there if you know me you're part of my life you know i love tattoos I've loved tattoos since I was a little girl. And growing up, it was always a military individual, mostly males who had tattoos. And so uh, if I was telling the truth, (laughs) and if I wasn't, my yaya's would certainly correct me. When I say, I love tattoos, I have a few. They would say, Lord Jesus, does she have a few on my back, on my arms? (laughs) And so for an illumination point, I'm going to share with you. That I have tattoos on my arms my biceps and my lower arm area and so I was sharing with them a couple of weeks ago that I had noticed that my tattoos the writing on my tats had become interesting for reading I was like what is that word and it wasn't the ink as much as it was the skin it was like what is that It looked like a whole different word, like a foreign language. So I had to do something. And that meant for me, I needed to go find some dumbbells and start lifting, toning. And hopefully, if I did it right, um, I would get better results, if then. And in in the course of of doing that, uh, I would tone up. I would look a little better, feel a little better. And then I could kind of rock some short sleeve shirts when the weather got warmer. But the interesting thing about the toning is that I had to be consistent. I had to do it. Well, I did it. I do it. <laughs> Three times a week, which I hated. I hated, I hated, I hated. Did I say I hated it? I hated it. But in order to get stronger, to be better, to see results take place, to get a greater benefit, I had to keep up the weight lifting. And so... That is the idea of that homonym, that waiting and weight lifting. Those examples, that tension, that tearing, the stress bearing, that provides a greater strength as you wait. Now, the W A I T, on a firm foundation, the fortitude, um, something that you never thought could possibly happen. If you wait, then What you will get is a greater, you will benefit a greater reward. God hasn't forgotten you. And while you're waiting for whatever it is that you're praying for, God has not forgotten you. Stretch out and trust him to provide. And he will give you that greater strength while you're waiting so that you're able to mount up like wings of an eagle. Just wait and watch him. Work it out on your behalf. W-A-I-T. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you have done it again. You've provided another day of grace and mercy. Thank you for salvation through your shed blood, a dramatic demonstration of your love that allowed us to look at the agency within ourselves to see the beauty of hope that is in this present time and an eternal future with you. Help us to learn to wait with expectancy, to be patient, knowing that you will deliver us to a spectacular growth, a development that will bring honor and glory to you. Thank you in advance for the type of strength that we have. No idea is on the way, but when we receive it, our souls will look back in wonder, knowing that it was only you that stood on the bow of our ship and said, peace be still. Thank you that while we patiently wait, We have the assurance that you will strengthen us to soar like eagles, not like them little itty bitty birds flapping their wings to keep up against the wind's current, but like that majestic, powerful wingspan of the bird of prey that we see grace the colorful pages in our country's history books, that eagle who moves and who flexes his wings every now and then and soars on to his next destination. God, today, give us the weight factor. Give us the soaring answer. It's in Jesus' name. With forgiveness of sins, joy, and thanksgiving, I ask these favors. Amen and thank God. And thank you for your favor is the prayer. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.